This is the Mandalorian's Explosion Network's after show where we're talking about and discussing each and every episode of the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. Of course, my name's Dylan White and joining me to discuss today's episode, Ashley Hobley. Dylan, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, we might know the child's name now, but he'll always be useful in our hearts. That's the, yes, I mean, that's, that's something to get into. Um... <laughs> So let's dive in because, like this episode, it didn't spend much time messing about. Live action Ahsoka is real. Um, long rumored, whatever you know, we've been talking about it each each and every week, and it it officially happened. Rosario Dawson is playing live action Ahsoka, and I am quite happy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, now, how are you? You're obviously. I'm sure, assuming some people have listened to this before. If the, you haven't, Dylan, massive Ahsoka fan, favorite character in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. I, from my understanding, yeah, that, yes, that's, that's a safe the, statement. Yeah, yes, that's the same. Uh, yeah, so you know, how how are you feeling um, after forty five minutes of live action Ahsoka? I think the thing that shocked me the most was just how non. Oh, what, what would you call it? Like, because c- obviously, animated character coming into live action, I, I, I kind of expected a five to ten minute period of my brain, sort of maybe adjusting, adjusting to seeing live action. But she looked so good that I was just in. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I think that's just a testament to how good the the makeup and the prosthetics, prosthetics and all, yeah. all that sort of stuff is, and also the casting choice because Rosario Dawson it, did a, a great job. I thought. Yes. In the animated series, does her head piece move at all? Uh, not really. Because that was the only thing. It, it was like very stu- not really. Still. They're they're pretty okay. still. I don't think they. Uh, the end. It's not bit- like other Twi'leks. Yeah. No, no. Well, the, what do they call them? Head. Uh, oh, fuck! I meant to bring in the proper word. Uh, but like the the bottom parts will, will slightly move. But no, they're not like they don't like swing around. I think they did when they're younger. Like they moved more, if that makes sense, and then like you grow into them, <laughs> and then they're a, a bit more. Still, I'm sure they could have made them move if that was a thing that they needed to to do. But um, otherwise, no. I thought she the the makeup, the yeah, all the prosthetics, and and I also just think Ros- Rosario Dawson did a a great job. Um, she is playing older. She's she's playing exactly the the version of Ahsoka that we were getting in this time period. Uh, which is old, wise, you know. You want to call her like I don't. People make memes on the internet and compare her to like Gandalf the Grey, and even Dave Filoni, who, by the way, I forgot to say this episode name. Directed. It's called the, the Jedi. It's directed by Dave Filoni, written by Dave Filoni. We don't have synopsis because we're literally recording this as the episode finished. So whatever, this will be a bit of an interesting episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, even he's like drawn pictures and posted like Ahsoka. I had a background on my phone for like a year straight where he did like a doodle drawing of Gandalf the Grey standing next to Ahsoka and being and him saying to her like I died once too or so you know like <laughs> or something like that so um and that's kind of what this version of Ahsoka is it's it's like you know the much older Ahsoka um she wears the, the grey um the, the the first thing you see in the episode with her having the grey what do you got the coat whatever whatever you want to call it Poncho? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, that grey coat, poncho cloak. thing, whatever cloak, yeah. Um, that's literally her outfit from the last time we saw Ahsoka in anything Star Wars, which was the final scene of 
Star Wars Rebels. I can't remember if I've explained for people who 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 are like a little bit. I'm not going to do like the full 101 Ahsoka Tano backstory here, but like to set up the ending of Rebels as to like leading into this. The ending of Rebels. Uh, by the way, Star Wars Rebels is a animated show that was set during uh, the couple years before episode four right so it was it was about kind of this splinter group that would eventually form into the larger rebellion which you see in the uh a new hope of course um but the end scene of star wars rebels actually fast forwards to the end of episode six so like the empire's being defeated and blah 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 and it does a whole like this is where all the characters are and the final scene of rebels is sabine wren which is a character from rebels who's a mandalorian and she uh, is looking at this giant painting she's painted of all the, the family of Rebels characters, uh, which includes Ezra Bridger, who is important to pin note because I'm going to bring him up a little bit later. Um, Ezra Bridger, who disappeared along with Thrawn, who will also pin note and come back to in a, in a little bit yep. as well. So Ezra and Thrawn... Uh, at the end of the season finale, they kind of... <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to say it out loud and explain it if you yep, haven't watched it. Come on, but, say it. I mean, what happens? They, they basically get zapped into an unknown part of the galaxy by space whales. Let's just... let's just That's basically what happens. They, they're they called nar, narwhals? Nar, narwhals, I think. So, so. Anyway, they're like space whales. They travel through... Whatever. They, they get zapped. So they it's go much missing. cooler when they're It's missing. much cooler if you watch it anyway. So... Uh, Fraun and Ezra disappear. Ezra's a Jedi, by the way. That's important. Uh, Fraun, who was a <laughs> grand... Well, I mean, we'll come back to it. Fraun was, you know, a big bad during the last couple of seasons of uh, Rebels. And, of course, his name gets mentioned in this episode, so we'll come back to him as well. Uh, but the ending scene of Rebels is Sabine looking at this painting, and then she turns around, there's, like, a whole monologue, and then Ahsoka's, like, standing there with, like, this the gray cloak on and everything looking badass. And um, it basically implies that Ahsoka and Sabine are going to head off and try and track down uh, the location Ezra. of Ezra. So, and that, so where course, was, where was Ahsoka during the original trilogy? Uh, I really don't know. Don't know. Cause re- obviously rebels ends before. Don't know. Okay. I mean, we don't really, we don't know. Like don't she's know sure. Yeah. yeah. Because rebels just before the original trilogy, end of rebels at the end of the original trilogy like they never they never yeah, explained uh, this article from vanity fair said she went into the world between worlds between um that period, but no well I don't yeah know she, if that's accurate or she i mean yeah <laughs> we don't actually know what she does or where, where she goes there's so no, yeah okay. there's no like definitive answer to like what happens because you got to remember that so, I mean, basically what happens, and I'm trying to like not get too in deep for people who, who are listening, watching, who haven't seen Rebels. So like in in the clone, no, in Rebels season Probably two. put the spoiler weapon. Yeah, whatever. Like at this stage, at this stage, spoilers for Rebels or Clone Wars or anything like that's prior to the Mandalorian. Like that's just what what's hap- what we're dealing with here. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. <laughs> um, so in Rebels season two, or th- I think it was two, um, Ahsoka has this big jewel versus Vader where she finds out that it's her master. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> probably my favorite episode of anything Star Wars, I think, is probably and probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, jewel because it's just so emotional. Um, but at the end of that, it implies that she, like, gets crushed in this uh, Sith temple and Vader, like, barely escapes. 
And then in Rebels, in the last season, they enter the world between worlds, which, <laughs> uh, to explain <laughs> the world between worlds, it's basically a Star Wars equivalent of being able to like enter a, a, a place between time and space where you can kind of travel and to anywhere. Uh, or, or seemingly anywhere. And of course, Emperor Palpatine wants his power and they don't want to give it to him because if Emperor Palpatine could time travel, then you have the Lego Star Wars holiday special. So, you know, like it all, it all links up. <laughs> um, yeah, but so they save Ahsoka in that episode because Ezra pulls her out of the way of the rubble. So seemingly saves her. However, at the end of that episode, she's like, no, I've got to figure this out myself. And like, she heads back through. Like after the te- the temple's already crashed, okay, yeah. so then she she goes back through. So she, she's then in that timeline, but then the next time we see her is at the end of Rebels. So like yeah. she does disappear for a period of time. What she does, who knows? But she she's not. It doesn't. It, I, I never took that as she's exploring the world between worlds because she she exits world between worlds and heads back to her original timeline. So there's no like Doctor Who timely wibbly wobbly I mean, stuff. Technically, like, she just could have walked out and. Then it's exactly at the yeah. Like there's no the weird time travel stuff happening because she literally pops out for like a minute and then goes back in. Like Ezra just saves her from getting killed, basically. Anyway, mm. that's Ahsoka. What a, what a character with a lot of history. Uh, so yeah, we we come into this episode. Here's the thing with this episode. I'm gonna put it out here now. I can see already there being a lot of negative criticism for this basically being a semi backdoor pilot episode, which I would 100 percent agree with as being a like that is a criticism you could cop at it, but I do not care. <laughs> like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like I can understand the criticism if, and I can see it coming because that's what this episode does feel like that a lot of this episode is Ahsoka. It is a very Ahsoka heavy episode. Uh, if you have no idea or ha- don't care about Ahsoka, maybe this episode isn't going to do much for you. Either way, I think it's some, it's beautifully shot. Um, obviously heavily Kurosawa inspired, Dave Filoni, very much like, especially that final duel, uh, uh, which yeah. fitting because, of course, George Lucas was originally inspired by like Kurosawa films and samurai films in general. So, like, and as I was saying another week, Dave Filoni is the apprentice of George Lucas. So that all adds up. But ultimately, this is a. Did you not feel it? Did, did you feel like it, it felt like semi backdoor pilot ish to a yeah, degree? Yeah, a little bit. Like, they were definitely setting up for potentially another animated series or something. Well, that's the big question. It's like, are they setting up for a live action Ahsoka series or are they setting up just for the the animated Rebel sequel series? I mean, animated would make more sense. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Longevity wise, but yeah. Yeah, there's obviously there's things brought up that I don't expect to be brought, continued in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, And if they are, then. Yeah, like you said, (laughs) I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We we got it here, and it was yeah. a great forty five minutes of television. I thought, yeah, so yeah, uh, but I, you know, I can definitely see that being a criticism. Um, you know, because we're recording this right after, so I I expect reviews to go up, and some people love it, some people hate it. I'm I, I don't know. Uh, if you're a Soka fan, I feel like if, you, if you're a Soka fan, like I'm a Soka fan, then I feel like you're just gonna l- love this because it's live action Soka done right. Like it's live action Soka directed by Dave Filoni. Shrug, it was awesome. I was, yeah, I was enthralled the entire time. We got more than one kick ass sequence, you know what I mean? Like, the, the other thing that I thought when Ahsoka would be introduced, I'd be like, oh, they'll, they'll save the fight scene or something, like, they'll save her lightsabers. But not only do they yeah. open with it, but then you get 
like two morph. Like you get the the fight at the start. You get the fight. Um, you get to see her ju- pull them out against Mando. Yeah, you Mando. get a fight at the jewel bell. You get yeah, a fight the bell. Like, in the streets. Yeah, and then the final jewel. And then the final so like, like four full, different fights. Yeah, and the final full. Kurosawa oh, you get a fight in the Mando as well. That's five. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a lot of lightsaber action that I wouldn't have expected. Um, but again, it kind of makes sense because they'd already said a name. So the fact they just opened the episode, um, they're like, hey, here she is. I mean, blah, blah, blah. I th- they called the episode the Jedi. The Jedi, yeah. And yeah. it was pretty widely announced beforehand that the episode was called the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, so just get straight to the point, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, and I'm, made her look like a badass for anybody who hadn't watched any uh, Clone Wars. Uh, uh, any Clone Rebels, Wars or anything. Whatever. They're like, damn, she's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, I, Better I think- than this Luke Skywalker, dude. <laughs> I think that's an interesting thing because, like, for example, I know our own Nicholas Pryor hates Ahsoka because he tried to watch the Clone Wars anime, like the anime series or like the movie at some stage and uh, found her super annoying. And I know a lot of people like had the same sentiments or they felt that way and then she grew on them because like when Ahsoka was introduced, obviously she's like, uh, I don't know how old she's supposed to be, but, you know, she's Anakin's apprentice. She's a lot younger. She can be mm-hmm. like that childlike annoyance to her, whereas um, the version, the Soka version in in this and the the Soka that you get in Rebels is the much older, been through a lot of shit, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> a much wiser Ahsoka Tano. And I guess the other important thing I'll say for people who may be like, oh, what's all this nonsense about her not being a Jedi, but she has lightsabers, blah, 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 blah. Ahsoka got... In the Clone Wars, Ahsoka was, long story short, Ahsoka was accused of some shit by the Jedi Council, which she did not do. She was set up by someone. Uh, and then even though by the end of that run of episodes, they they find out that she was accused wrongly or whatever, she basically says that she was so hurt by the, the Council turning on her and like believing all these lies about her and all this sort of stuff, that even though they invite her back in to, to be a Jedi, she turns her back and she, she walks away from being a Jedi. And from that moment on, she throughout the rest of Clone Wars, even when they did the the season that ran earlier this year, uh, she's not. She never says that she's like a Jedi. Like she works with Jedi in that final season. Like she she talks to Anakin and Obi Wan or whatever at the end of the Clone Wars and all that sort of stuff. But she's not. She, she never once returns to be a Jedi. I don't, like it, it's something that's important. If you only watch the movies, you think anyone with a lightsaber in the Force must be a, you know must be a Jedi, but Ahsoka is not a Jedi. Like, if if the Mandalorian creed is a thing and then the Jedi creed's a thing, you can not follow them and still have the powers and weapons and so forth. Um, so might as well just continue down the, the train of stuff here because, again, there's really not much Mando-relevant plot stuff to discuss here other than the name reveal, I guess, which is... What? Gr- Grongo? Gringo? <laughs> Fuck. What have I forgot? Gro- <laughs> Grogu. Grogu. There we go. Um, so how do, you, how do you feel about the name Grogu? I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Nah. Going to forget I it mean, again, and then I'm never going to use it. <laughs> anyway, so Yeetle. I mean, it's also no Yeetle, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I, he, yeah, the, I guess we should refer to him as Grogu. From I don't think anyone's going sorry, to. Sorry, start. Keep remember. No one's going to. We're going to keep calling him Yeetle. Because that's what I'm used to now. People on the internet are going to keep calling him the child or baby Yoda. No one's going to call him Grongo. Grugo. Yeah, same difference. 
<laughs> no, no one's going to. Grogu. Yeah. No, no. It's whatever. Doesn't need it. Um, but yeah, other than that, obviously. I don't know if the Mando keeps calling him by name. Maybe. Maybe it'll, it'll, maybe it'll grow. It'll but warm up. At this stage, one episode into the name. Once they start putting out figures with the proper name. I wonder if I'll like. get the pop special Grogu yeah. pop vinyls. I wonder if stuff. they'll update the packaging for old, the child merchandise. I mean, sell it twice. You get one version <laughs> with the child, one version with the Grogu on the label. It's true. Isn't that what Star Wars does? Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Red Arm C three PO. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. This like Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper B. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, what do you think of the main plot this episode? Like, as little as it is, like it's pretty simple. It's it's literally Mando turns up at place looking for Jedi. Jedi's there trying to get information out of a woman who's seemingly destroyed entire planet nearly killed everyone on it keeping prisoners and she has a big beskar fuck off spear like that and then end of story they save the people they two team up against the bad guy yeah yeah uh i really enjoyed it i thought it was a solid story i mean it it definitely felt like what we've seen so far like an old school western or a uh a samurai film um of uh you know, Beyonce Hunter coming into town and like mm-hmm. getting information, then turning against whoever is trying to hire him and that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, Ahsoka really great. Um, there was genuinely moments where I thought maybe this is the last time we see. <laughs> what about uh, Yiddle? Yiddle. Yeah, maybe she's going to take him away, at least for a little while. Yeah. Um, but no, she, she she does the responsible things and. Doesn't go all quite and decide to no. <laughs> train a kid who probably shouldn't be trained. Um, Pin and that will come Although, back. We'll come back to the end well, of the, the end of the episode because there's there's lots to, yeah. to pull apart there. I was going to so say we want to talk about the information we learned about Grook. About Grook or Grongo? About about, <laughs> about Yeetle. Okay, Yeetle. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's who I know. Yeetle. Yeah. So what we do learn <laughs> about Yeetle this episode is that apparently he was. Uh, tr- during the Clone Wars period, or I guess like slightly before, he was training at the Jedi Temple. Like he was a youngling mm. training. Um, I don't think it was implied that Soka knew him, but like she learnt this information, or maybe Talking. she did know him. I don't know. Like it's, they were like mind. He was connect- a youngling. Yeah, he was a youngling during that time. Um, he was then hidden away as the Empire Listen, took over. In my mind. There's a scene where uh, the kid asks Anakin Skywalker what they're supposed to do before it kills them all. <laughs> In the background, little Yiddle's going there. around and walking around. You know, like Groot during the, yeah. the start of the Guardians of the Galaxy thing? Uh, you know, he's just wandering around, completely noticing that every other youngling in that room is getting murdered. Waiting for the Disney Disney Plus cut of Chasing some food three. or something. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, so, yes, so- please, flashback <laughs> at some point. He was hidden away for some reason, which is interesting because it kind of implies that he's so important or so powerful that yeah. he would be hidden away. Hidden which, by who? Yeah, and hidden by who? And then who took him? And then who took him out of the like? Who? who yeah. Took, and at what point? At what point? Like that? We got some answers, but obviously it just leads to it more just questions. raises more questions. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, why would a youngling? Have to be hidden away. I, I feel like the story is just going to go in, in sort of the most obvious direction because 
you know, like even Ahsoka when she's talking about him says, you know, like I knew one of his kind before his all powerful mm. Jedi Yoda. Right. So the, the way she talks about him and the way, I guess a lot of people in star Wars without ever being told have, have felt like Yoda's species is maybe like special in some way that they're, they're yeah. like, they're just always powerful or like strong with the force or, or something along those lines. So, so maybe it's as simple as that. Like I, I would hate for it to be like, oh, it's Yoda's child. Don't do that. That's stupid. But, but I mean, if they go down the, the relatively simple path of, well, whatever Yoda's species is, is there's not many of them. Uh, they are maybe, maybe they're created by the force or some midi-chlorian bullshit. Um, yeah. And they're always powerful in the force. <laughs> no, and was then, it? M- M- count, M count or whatever they said at the- M counts. Yeah. At the last episode. Yeah. M- um, because I, I could get down with that, you know, like he's hidden away because he is, uh, powerful and rare. And I mean, awesome. yeah, I mean, that would make sense in the same way that Anakin was technically created yes. by the force. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason, which again, the force works in mysterious ways. Mysterious you know? ways, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they could they could do that. They could go down that direction, but then on the opposite end, the, the, then you have like there's a lot of questions there at the beginning, and there's a lot of questions after, which is who took him out of his hiding spot? Where was his hiding spot? Uh, if the person that took him out is it the same person that took him onto hiding in whatever that planet was at start of last season? Um, how does the Empire um, what learn has of been him? doing for the last 20, 30 years? Yeah. yeah. Um, will he get his memories back? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like, why does the Empire, or at least Gideon, know about him? Like, how? If he was hidden mm, away. How? There's, yeah, there's just lots of, there's definitely lots, lots of, questions of questions there. Uh, and then as for, I guess, well, hold on, I'll, I'll come pin in the ending, because I want to talk about that, that final scene. Like, obviously, all the action stuff, this episode was fantastic. Um, all the soccer scenes were fantastic and all that sort of stuff. But I really felt like that that final scene in particular just showed Filoni shooting in two styles. Like, A, the Mando versus Unnamed Guard or whatever was shot like a, a typical sort of Western showdown. And then when they cut to the other side of the, the gate, it was being shot like a Kurosawa samurai film or something. Oh, man. You know? Especially this year after playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. So, you feel waiting it. Waiting for that, that, that click. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it, it was great. I, I also like how he's like, okay, first live action Soka episode, just gonna go full like samurai showdown. Um, that 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 woman, like the whatever you want to call it, the leader, the ruler of that planet. Uh, hang on, I got it's Morgan Elsbeth. Yeah, that's, magistrate. That's that's a no one, right? Unless you could find something. No, there's the yeah, first She's appearance. First appearance. Yeah, yeah. I was like. They said her name and I was, I don't think I'm supposed to know that, but sure. Maybe if someone else, I know. Uh, so yeah, there was, get to the ending. Cause of course the ending, lots of interesting questions. Cause one thing coming into this episode was interesting, which was that, Hey, last episode was the last of everything we'd seen in the trailer. Episode five onwards of this season's all brand new, fresh footage. Uh, what are they hiding? What's happening? Obviously Ahsoka, they were hiding. What are they hiding going forward? But also, like coming into the episode, it was just like, well, he has to give her the child because that is his whole mission. Like I was trying to, you know what I mean? Like you're trying to think of a, a way out of it. And I guess they get a somewhat out of it. But 
even even this whole mission he now sends her on. Um, she sent him on, sorry. Uh, which maybe they'll get to next week. Maybe they'll do an interlude and they'll get to it the, the week after. I don't know. But either way, she's like, go to this place. I've already forgotten the name of. Uh, some Jedi temple. Uh, okay, so Thyton. Thyton. Mm-hmm. Probably Thyton. Uh, so. There is it's history. a planet located yeah. in the galaxy's deep core and shrouded in myth. Uh, so in the original... Legends continuity, Phyton first appeared in the 2007 novel Darth Bane, Rule of Two, where it was the original homeworld of the Jedi Order and the successor of the Jedi Order. Uh, in the new canon, Phyton was first mentioned in a map created for the 2016 role-playing game Star Wars The Force Awakens Beginner Game, and in the first the planet first appeared in the 2019 comic book Dr. Aphra 40. Yep. Um, so facts. Facts. Hit you with some hard facts. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Ahsoka's like, go take him to that location, climb up the steps, whatever, put him on the pedestal, put him on the mountain, see what him on the mountain and see what happens. Which of course, he, he, let's let's lay it out, right? So she says, put him on there, and then he's going to reach out through the force and like ring a ring a ding ding, call to some Jedi. Now let's lay out literally all the Jedi that could show up or possibly could show up. Right? So, Ahsoka crossed off the list. She doesn't want anything to do with him. Unless she's... I don't know. But he, he, let's let's put out option B straight away. That could be Ahsoka's using him as bait, kind of. And, <laughs> and hoping like a set, uh, Ezra Bridger would turn up. Maybe he's strong enough to call out Ezra. Yeah. You know? Which, I mean... I, I, I think that would Smart. be silly. But just laying out the options on the table so ezra yeah. bridger is another jedi that's currently alive during the timeline so just just so we have all names on table. we think with i'm gonna say he is or else they wouldn't be like setting up the the, the whole idea of a sequel series where they're <laughs> trying to find him but yeah, we, yeah we're we're led to believe ezra bridger's alive somewhere in the galaxy so soka ezra you have of course luke skywalker who is the most obvious one um, you have Leia Organa, technically, I guess. Like at this point, yeah. she is training with Luke. At least, like Luke, yeah. we don't have a like great understanding on when, what exactly, what year she quit training because she had a whole uh, foreshadow about mm-hmm. like her son or whatever. But so there's two. You've got the Skywalkers, uh, and the last one to lay on the table as a possibility is Cal Ketus, Cal Kestis. Can't remember how, right? Yes. From uh, yeah, sure. Love years video game Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order, which that game takes place. Uh, what was it before Episode Four? After it was around that time period, right? Episode Four-ish timeline, uh, something like that. But either way, he doesn't die at the end of the game, right? So he 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 could be alive by now. Yeah, it's definitely. It was definitely episode during the occupation. Yeah, yeah, because spoilers, he fights Vader at the end of the game. Whatever, um, and he survives. Man, I haven't finished it yet. Have you finished <laughs> it? Oh my god. Um, maybe on PS Five. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So that, there's your, there's all your Jedi's. So Soka, seen her. That's a possibility. Ezra, somewhere out there in the galaxy, maybe. The Skywalkers, Luke and Leia. And Cal Kestis, 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 right? So that's all the Jedi. 
unless they introduce someone new. So what? Which is let's say never is never, you know, like. But at this stage, I don't know. Like, what what, what do you think is going to happen? What, 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 what? This this stage, what I think is going to happen? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. He's going to do that, and then they're going to get ambushed by. You know, the the moth Gideon. Yes. Well, that's 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 what's going to happen. That's a plausible thing. Yes. Um. Do you know. And then we get a shot of a young Luke Skywalker sensing something in the Force and not doing anything about it. That's well, it. <laughs> let me let me lay out some like pro- prob- probability on some of this stuff. Probability of Ezra showing up after them kind of showing their hand this episode and being like, we're quite happy to just chuck out Rebels references. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put that one in like 30%, like which is higher than I would have given it prior to this episode okay so ezra bridger 30 percent. he would be a blue-haired dude if he shows up there if you see if you see a blue-haired dude show up and you're like who's that that's that's ezra bridger i don't know who they would cast to play him like they get the same actor voice as him i guess he kind of looks like him um psycho i've already seen yes likelihood of luke skywalker i'm gonna i'm gonna go out here on a limb i'm gonna put out 60 percent. honestly i i think at this stage, I I think that Lucasfilm slash Disney, whatever you want to call them, I don't think they would be against casting a young Luke Skywalker and just going fuck it, like let's just go for it. What mm. what do you reckon? I mean, th- th- it's one way to do it. I mean, <laughs> like potentially end of the season, just one shot of whoever Luke. there, yeah, whoever's playing Luke. Um, that would be a bold choice, and then, you know, it'd be like twelve months before we actually see him in action, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know if they introduce somebody if there isn't going to be long-term plans. And then from that, do you recast the entire original trilogy cast? I don't think you need them all in the show. Suddenly, I don't like. But if you if Luke's going to suddenly appear. Is it just to be in the Mandalorian, or are they going to do more with a recast Luke? I don't know. That's that's yeah. That's the big. These are the big questions. I the I would hope questions. the answer is no because I don't, I personally don't need to see any like Luke spin off series or something. Like I'm good personally. I think far more likely is a Luke showing up in that animated series. Yeah, just because they can get away with someone doing a Luke voice yeah. and. Mark Hamill voice and I mean Mark Hamill could probably even come back. Yeah, I don't think he can sound like a younger self anymore. That's true. Yeah, I just don't think he, I don't think he they can, can do, do some audio effects. I know he's a voice actor and all, but I just don't think he can actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I would I would say Leia could be a th- would be slightly lower. Just like I well, fuck it, I'll put Leia like at twenty percent, simply because. Yeah. You're playing around with the Carrie Fisher thing and, you know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how, how long a time period do you think before they touch that? It's an interesting question. Mm, I don't know. Like, we're only we're only just removed from Rise of Skywalker when you, like, put things into perspective. It was yeah. only last year, so. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Just, but just, also, also 20 years ago, so. Y- yeah, I guess. Uh, feels like. Cal Kestis, Kestis, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it fifty percent because, um, yeah, you know, I guess 
I don't think so. I think um, they want to keep that. I don't think they want to guarantee that he's going to survive the entire. I know. I don't. Did you think that would be a bad thing for them to be like, look, he survives this long, and then all of a sudden the video games, like, do you reckon it would ruin. Filling in the gaps, yeah. You reckon it would ruin the potential sequel knowing he couldn't die in the game? I mean, it wouldn't ruin it, but you would kind of know the direction it's going. Yeah, but I'd- I feel like they don't want to. I don't. I don't think they want to stifle uh, respawn's story, whatever that might be, by putting him somewhere else. Unless they've set in stone the direct path they're going through. What if they discuss then- with him and they're like, "Hey, we're trying to think of a character. Would you be okay with Cal Cal becoming live action? Because you got to remember, what's his name? Monaghan. He looks like exactly like yeah. Like he, he, the actor that plays him is a quote unquote whatever you want to call it real actor um so he could just play like a live action actor he could literally just play the exact same character like he does all the voice yeah, and mocap yeah. and uh it's based on his likeness yeah, yeah. we did all the mocap you know like it's yeah. based on his likeness he did all the mocap he did all the voice work or you want to call it like it, it is him so i mean he would fit uh have i missed who have i missed no one right blah 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 new new character showing up That's probably the highest likelihood, isn't it? Like, probably, probably like. Or, hear me out. Force Ghost. I mean, they could do Force Ghost, but then, like, who would it be? It would just be Force Ghost Yoda, right? Well, that may be that would be the most obvious one, yeah. But also the most on the nose one. Mm, look like me, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Son, <laughs> son, <laughs> tell me about you. She did not. <laughs> uh, wow, this show would go full memes at that point. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I mean, new character. I'm not against, but I'm just to, to a degree. Mace Windu. Imagine Fucking one, no. one. 1.1%? Yeah, 1.1%. I think a new character being introduced would make the most sense because it's like the least uh, grating for people who don't watch the animated shows or play the games, comics, etc., etc. But I have... Like, it could be done right, but at the same time, I just don't like there being too many Jedi introduced in this time period. Like, I know when they people when they introduced... So- like, when they were like, oh, Soko survived, then people were like, well, that doesn't make sense. But then once they did a whole I'm not a Jedi storyline... Once they explain it. Yeah. Like, it, it starts to make sense. Because then people who don't understand Ahsoka and, like, haven't watched Rebels or whatever, like, well, how come she wasn't with Luke? And it's like, well, of course she wasn't with Luke. Like, if, if there's ever a scene in this show or whatever where she meets Luke and Luke's like, hey, do you want to come help... Come help! I'm starting a Jedi t- Jedi school. She would go see what happens with no. that. Fuck that shit, and she would fuck off. Like, there's no doubt in my mind of how that that scene would play. Like, she would say no. She wouldn't want anything to do with it because she's not a Jedi. So uh, that all that all adds up. That all makes mm. sense. That's fine. Uh, Ezra Ezra being alive is not a problem because the show literally sent him off into presumably the unknown regions. Like that's where we kind of presume he's he's disappeared to. And Fraun. All right, so yeah. let, let Fraun, let's, because they haven't really touched on that, so that is the most, like, backdoory pilot mention of the episode. And, again, it's, uh, uh, for me, as a big fan of Rebels, I was like, oh, they said the name. <laughs> uh, as someone yeah. who's, like, you know, read the, the Fraun books and all these sorts of things, Thrawn is a, a super interesting character. and, and uh, But... Again, a lot of this episode, positive and criticisms, negatives, whatever you want to call it. 
this whole scene, the fight and everything for her to be like, oh, I'm looking for Thrawn. That's all just for people like me sitting there going, she's still, but where's Sabine? Where's, you know, like, what what are we doing? Like, she's looking for Thrawn because Thrawn's probably with Ezra and she's trying to help find Ezra. That's doing lots for me. Whereas I guess the other difference to a similar sort of name drop is like when they said Ahsoka, it was still for this season. Uh, When they said, um, when Moff, when. um, It's almost like for like the scene of them asking about where the Darksaber is. Yeah, but at least all or that's going to be relevant whatever, for yeah. this season. It's going to be relevant for this. Like, yeah. you know, where she's like, where's the Dark Tower? Where's Moff Gideon? I, I presume that Bo-Katan's going to come back this season, or like at least maybe in another season. Like, I presume she's going to come help fight Gideon because she wants the Darksaber. So that all makes sense. When they name drop, when they name dropped Ahsoka, that makes sense because Ahsoka showed up. When they name dropped Thrawn, that is, I, I highly doubt... But I mean, fuck it at this up. stage. But I highly I mean, well, doubt Thrawn's going to show up. Yeah, because Gothic Gideon wouldn't be working for Thrawn. I hu- right. no. Well, at this stage, like because well, Thrawn was a high level person within the Empire before he disappeared. Yeah, like Thrawn was up there with um, the oh, fucking mental blanking on his name. Ah, oh, whatever the f- moth moth fucking what. Well, Bad Star Wars fan, whatever. He was up there with the the, the he was up there with the, the tops, uh, right? What's his talk or whatever? Tarkin, that's it. Yeah. Tarkin. So he, yeah. he was up there with Tarkin, right? So in if you if you read the Thrawn books, the the canon ones, uh, the, the couple that, not the legends, not books. the legends Thrawn books, obviously. If you read the canon Thrawn books, then Thrawn is uh, like he does a lot of head to head versus. Uh, what the f- I just missed blanking his name again. What did we say? Moth Moth whatever. Yeah. Thorn. Thra- Thrawn. No. no. <laughs> That's his name. Yes. <laughs> Tarkin. Tarkin, yeah. Moff Mo- Tarkin. Yeah, like, fucking hell. It's, 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 it's me and time. It's me and day. Um, yeah, he does a lot of head-to-head. Our minds have been blown today, but, so... What, yeah, many times. But I have, I still have lots of questions, right? So I was trying to figure it out after this, because, like, there's lots of... I have a lot of... I don't know if this question's ever been answered. So the ending... <sighs> This is really getting into the weeds of it, but let's let's fuck it. Let's go there. So the ending of Rebels, I don't know if they've officially ever put a timeline on where that five-minute, two-minute scene takes place, right? The, the, but the way it's being described and the way it's kind of shown to you, you're supposed to, I guess, presume that it's shortly after episode six. But now, so like Mandalorian is like nine years after, or something like that, mm. I think, nine years after uh, episode six. But now I'm like, is this a Soka scene maybe before the ending of Rebels? She finds. Like before she goes and fo- gets Sabine. You know what I mean? Like I, I have lots of questions. Because if, if Ezra and Fraun were taken by space whales into the unknown regions, and that's where they're stuck and they're unable to come home just yet, why the fuck is Ahsoka asking some random lady and being like, I'm after your master? Because I'm like, why is this person? Is this an ex Empire person? Is this who this 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 woman is? Like, why is she? She's like, oh, you work work for Fraun. I'm like, but why? How? Who? You know what I mean? Like, what? If if Fraun's fucked off into the unknown regions, not by his own <laughs> accord, but if if he's not over by there, his own choice, yeah. yeah. But like, then he's got no one working for him because everyone assumes he's dead. You know what I mean? Like, the, the rebels purposely fucks Fraun off out of the picture of the original trilogy because then of course if he was around people would go well from would have destroyed han solo <laughs> you know like yeah so 
Apparently, the magistrate was uh, instrumental in the construction of the Imperial Navy during the Galactic Empire. So she was uh, working with the Navy, which doesn't make sense. But But even then, I'm like... So she was part of the Empire, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, even but even then, why why is Ahsoka getting information from her? Like, what the why? How would she well, know where Thorn is? Thorn is, is lost. Thorn, well, clearly is not lost at this point. That's yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> if, if Thorn's not lost, if Thorn's back from the unknown regions, then I guess Ezra's back and he's got him captive not or something. Maybe Thorn left him in the un. No, maybe they got separated. Oh, no. I don't know. I highly doubt that they're. they're I highly d- well look. This is get I'm already in the weeds. Why do I keep saying that? I highly doubt that they've left the unknown regions yet because basically in the Thrawn books they've been they keep setting up the Chiss ascendancy and this uh, other group of aliens I can't remember the name of as like being big bads out there that um would potentially be the like the villains for the Rebel sequel series or. or Soak a live action series, whatever direction they head, they head with it. I don't know. I have lots of questions. I'm not going to get an answer. <laughs> so, I, so I don't know how. I don't know who can help me. So, I don't know. Anyway, that was this week's episode. It was great. It was a great episode. So I got my soaker here. Got got all my soakers down there. You know, like it's it's good time. I thought so. Uh, Rosario Dawson did a great job. She looks fantastic. Soaker's the best character in Star Wars. She looked fucking kick ass here. Um, if you liked her, please watch Clone Wars and Wait, Rebels. So, so which do you want? An animated series or a live action series? If this is a backdoor pilot, or like the weirdest, a crazy crossover, that's what it really is. Uh, do you want to see Rosaria Dawson again? Or was it weird hearing her voice and not Ashley Eckstein's? Uh, or did you just get no, she did it? She did pretty good. Like, I thought she found sounded. She sounded, but she got the mannerisms down too. That was the other important thing I felt. Like she got the subtle mannerisms of Ahsoka down, which kind of sold the performance. Like be that the little sly smiles or like the head nods or, um, you know, like the stances is another important thing, I guess, that, um, you know, like the way Ahsoka would hold and fights with her lightsabers. But again, a lot of that would be Dave Filoni because, you know, he wouldn't direct Ahsoka and have her not look like, Ahsoka, so it's just it's it's all Filoni. Well, I mean, there's other people that work on the show, but I'll give him all, all the all the credit. I don't know for the for this for the sequel thing. I would love. I, I find it weird. So they cast Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. I don't think they're going to cast a big name and just have her do one guest performance. So I guess yeah. that's the 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 big hump in the. I mean, road. the other thing she could be returning within the season. Yeah. Ahead, especially if they're going to go down the Mandalorian yeah. pathline, maybe they get her help and that kind of stuff. Yeah, which is, I would assume she would return on this show. Um, I, th- I think, I don't know. On- honestly, I do not know because at the moment, I, I I'm sold on this live action Ahsoka. I'm like, yeah, this looks pretty great. But then, for let's get a bit more of this. Yeah, like I'd, I'd like a little bit more of this, but also. If you were to be like, oh, which one do I want animated or live action for that Rebel sequel series or whatever? I haven't seen live action Sabine. I haven't seen live action Ezra. I haven't seen live action Thrawn. 
you know, like all the, I haven't seen all the key elements that I could easily pick. I know what they all look and sound like in animated form though. So, um, although the, the guy, the guy who voices Fraun could just play him in live action as well. Uh, uh, Mikkel, no, Dolphin Mickelson. I can't remember his name. Lars. I think that's right. I think that's the one. Lars Mickelson or something like that. Right. I think that's a, yeah, Lars Mickelson. There you go. Yeah. He, he could just play him in live action. Just put some blue paint on. Fucking go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are your final thoughts? Uh, really good. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, you know, like they put up, they set it up early. The best guy obviously being immune to the lightsaber energy mm. or whatever. I'm sure that was a rebel thing already. Probably. Yeah. Um, you know, now, now he's got a big spear. Yeah, looking forward to him using that in the future. Yeah, well, I, I guess that's uh, important. Or, or yeah, potentially like- he's going to break it down. I mean, that's the other thing he could do. Um, did you notice the uh, oh the owl convoy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the convoy, I saw it and I'm like, oh, yeah. I so down at you. <laughs> the, the convoy was in that first scene where the Mando's looking. Uh, it flew over during the fight in the town as well, and it may have been somewhere else, and I I, I didn't know it, so uh, I wasn't very happy to see it. Although not a close up disappointingly only just like sort of shadowy convoy if uh, for people who are like what, what are we talking about convoy is uh, a species of like owl creature type thing that was first introduced in the clone wars uh it's basically been associated to be like ahsoka's like air like whenever ahsoka's around especially during rebels there was always a, a convoy flying over uh it was sort of like a her her what do you call it? Like a spirit animal? I guess I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, I named yeah. my bird Convor after Convors, which is weird to name your bird a species name, but it's, it's fine doing it once. So. Yeah, that, that was that was cool to see. Do what you want. Uh, then the other thing I think is uh, the guy who helps him, the Asian dude. Yeah, is that someone? Uh, it's, uh, I believe, I've, I've been able to confirm this, but it's a... Uh, Wing T. Chow, who is a former Disney engineer and is was named a Disney legend in 2019. Really? Someone who worked on one of the parks, yeah. What a pool, if you're right. Well, that, that's the only name that comes up when I look up, I search the name, so... Mm. And it makes sense for them to pull a, someone from the Disney side of things, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. find out soon. Of course, Michael Bean from... Uh, Star from okay. Alien and Terminator and everything now in Star Wars. Uh, and then the magistrate person was like a stunt woman from a bunch of different projects. So. Fits, because she had the fight with the... Great fight. Great fight. Bloody hell. So it has to go diving in that pond. Yeah. There are other lights well, over there. I guess you could just... No, I should just use the force to get right. it, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> now I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as for the like the Probably. Beskar, not that much of an inconvenience. No. Yeah. As for the Beskar spear, I think it'd make more sense for him to keep it that way because then he has a way to fight Gideon with the dark saber, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. currently, how does Mando fight Gideon using dark saber? Like he, that's good point. He can't really with, until he got the spear. So I feel like that's what the spear's use will be in the next coming episodes. Will be to duel. Uh, Gideon. Although I don't, I don't know how good Mi- Mando is with like sword fighting or whatever you want to call it. So we're about to find out, though. Uh, yeah. So that'll do it for this week's episode of 
The Mandalorians. Of course, you can check out the show youtube.com slash explosion network, explosionnetwork.com, or all podcasting services. If you'd like to just listen to it, search for the Mandalore, L O R E, Ians. And we'll be here next week talking about whatever happens. I don't, at this stage. Who knows? Fucking. I don't. Knows? <laughs> so, so we've got three episodes left. Mm-hmm. Next week's written by John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Episode seven, written by Rick Fumiyama. Yep. I assume he's directing the episode. But makes sense. And then John Favreau is directing the last one. Is next week the one we get Robert Rodriguez directing? Uh, yeah. Or is he doing the final episode? I wouldn't put it against... I would. I could see Rodriguez directing the finale. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, he's a big big name director. Like, it's not like handing off to someone. So, I don't know. I, no, it's not yeah, not handing it over to a rookie or anything. If, I, if I had to pick one of these episodes to be a filler episode i'm gonna say it's rick's episode yeah so i'm gonna say next week we're going straight to jedi temple then there's some sort of semi-filler and then showdown with gideon i guess unless the finale is like a two-parter and some it could yeah way. i mean last season was a two-parter yeah. so so that would make sense like i would not be shocked if at the end of episode seven the baby gets stolen again yeah, which is, come on. We have to, he goes to go wreck him. I mean, it's two seasons in a row. Yeah, that, that'd be silly. Come on. He gets and stolen may- maybe next week. Maybe they succeed. Luke Skywalker steals him. <laughs> yeah, maybe they get, maybe it's stolen next week. Maybe finale has to fight the Docs, soldiers, or whatever. Yeah. All the, yeah. Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers. Plus Dark Saber, plus, yeah. Yeah, you you got, you were on top of that. It's all happening. Been jumping on that. Yeah, fucking, that's right. Everyone, oh, don't, yeah, that's right. You come listen to the Mandalorians. I can't remember fucking Grand Moff Tarkin's name, but I can sure randomly pull out shit like. <laughs> shit from a video game 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah, all right. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Looking forward to talking <laughs> about it. Sokotano out. Boy. She have a catchphrase? Fuck you, Anakin. Has she spoken? <laughs> <laughs> Do what I want, Anakin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>